Hello, friends. Welcome back to an episode of Be Here for a While. Today's episode of Be Here for a While is brought to you by Third Love and ZipRecruiter. I'm going to tell you how to get involved later. Hi. Hi. I'm in a great mood. You know why? Because I had a freak... Well, I'm just always kind of in a pretty good mood. Um, I had a freaking blast at my show in Seattle. Thank you to everyone that came out. It was so much fun. So much fun meeting you guys. I had a lot of friends there too from childhood because I grew up about three hours from Seattle. So, you know, people I was friends with when I was like five years old all the way up until college friends were there. It was just the greatest freaking time. And I loved getting to know Seattle better. I honestly think it's one of the coolest cities. I had a great stay at the Fairmont Olympic. I ate pork rinds in the bathtub in my hotel room. If you haven't tried it, tried it, I suggest you get involved. It's one of the more fat-ass things you can do, but listen, I was living the high life. I had so much fun, so thank you again everyone that came, and thank you guys as always for listening. Um, it's so embarrassing to do this, but I gotta do it. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review my podcast five stars, leave a good review on Apple Podcasts. It just really helps to keep it going. And I appreciate you guys for the reviews you have left. They mean the world to me. They really do. And you guys mean the world to me. I wouldn't, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be selling tickets at comedy shows if it wasn't for you guys. I wouldn't be able to do this podcast if it wasn't for you guys listening and being so supportive. So thank you from the bottom of my heart. I love y'all. Um... I love when I say y'all like I'm from the South. Like, I'm not. Why are you saying that, Rachel? I just feel like it's better than saying you guys. I don't know. Anyways, so yeah. Like I said, Seattle was amazing. And that leads me into, I have started, well, I have not started the travel section yet, but I'm enjoying this so much. So on my website, rachelbryancomedy.com, I added a section first of recipes because I freaking love to cook. Food is my favorite thing in the world. That's probably why I am not losing weight, even though I'm running like eight miles a day, because I honestly, I mean, right now, currently, it's uh, like 1 p.m., and uh, I'm broiling a steak. That's what I'm having for lunch, a steak, like an angry Irish dock worker. Like, that's that's how I eat. That's how I live my life. But I actually am a very good cook, and I post a lot of my recipes on Instagram, or not recipes, sorry, I will post photos of the things I've made on Instagram, and then people will message me directly and ask for the recipe, and then I end up responding to a bunch of people separately, and so I decided to just put it all up on my site, so I'm slowly building it. There's um, a bunch of food pictures up, but I'm still slowly putting the recipes up, but there's some up there, so uh, you can subscribe to like the newsletter thing on there. I haven't actually put the email list together, but you'll get alerts eventually. Um, But just go back and check it out. And there will soon be a travel section on there. So, you know, I travel the world uh, as a comedian and I'm in all these random cities all the time. And my favorite thing to do is figure out good places to eat. And so, and I also get a lot of questions about from you guys too. Like, where should I go in Paris? Like, I'm going there. And I think it's going to be best if I just put it all up on my site with photos and, you know, all the cool people that I've med and interesting places to go so yeah that will be up there soon too so check that out um was there anything else I was gonna say I don't think so oh I um oh update yeah I still if you didn't listen to last week's episode this is just an update still can't move my mouth uh went to the doctor to be like yo what where you didn't put Botox in my, or even near my mouth. Why is my mouth not moving? And he was like, oh, you know, it happens in like one in a thousand people. I was like, great. Should I go get a lottery ticket now? He's like, yeah, just a little bit of the Botox like trickled down and went into your, your facial or your mouth muscles. And he's like, it'll go away in like six weeks. I was like, six weeks. You know that I, uh, I smile and make people laugh for a living. This is kind of an inconvenience. And he was like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I was like, oh, cool. Like, it's it looks so weird. I look like a chipmunk when I smile. This is just, I'm probably, I can't. I'm, you know what, guys? Don't mess with your face. Don't get, don't do it. I'm probably not getting Botox ever again. Uh, okay. And, oh, show dates. I'm going to have a bunch of shows coming up. Uh, I talked to my booker yesterday. We're looking at Detroit. And in Detroit, I'm going to bring Kristen Doty from Vanderpump Rules. And I'm going to do stand-up. And then I'm going to bring her on stage. And we're going to do a little live podcast. So I'll have an update on that soon for you guys. Detroit. 
And then I think Indianapolis, um, Myrtle Beach, uh, Philly, somewhere in Delaware and somewhere in Connecticut. People laughed at me when I posted that on social media. I just don't know what, where. Um, I think Addison, San Antonio, and Houston. Uh, there's more. Hoping for Florida. There's going to be a lot more. Oh, Long Island. So just stay tuned for that. That will also be on my site, rachelbryantcomedy.com. And yeah, uh, okay. So you're going to love your guest today, or our guest. Uh, she is from Southern Charm. She's one of my dearest, best friends. I love her so much. She really, like, she gets in-depth on this podcast. And really, I, I, I put out a social media thing on Instagram um, for questions that you guys wanted me to ask her. And I printed up three pages of questions from you guys. So uh, she answered all the listener questions uh, in detail. And I asked her some questions of my own. So she kind of recaps this whole season of Southern Charm and gives us a scoop on some people that were interested in kind of knowing, like, are, did they have ulterior motives or whatever? So, anyways, without further ado, my dear friend, Naomi Alindo. Naomi, thank you so much for doing this. It's so weird to give you an awkward intro like that. <laughs> I know. I was like, what? <laughs> you're like, what? Your, your voice just changed, Rachel. That's not how you talk. <laughs> oh, First of all, Rachel. I miss Podcast you. Rachel. Yes. I miss you, too. I miss you so bad. I need you to do a business trip out here again. Can we just arrange some business? Like, if, what if I just told you I had clothing business things lined up for you and then you, uh, I just yes. never they never came to fruition but I got you out here ah <laughs> uh, yes uh ver- yes uh, clothing Rachel business clothing Rachel <laughs> yeah no I have some biz opportunities in the textile <laughs> and apparel business when's the last time I saw you was that in February yeah oh. I need to come out there too but yeah you guys be starting to film soon anyways turn. though I don't know am I Oh, well, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I mean, I don't, I literally don't know. Like, did you guys get picked so up for another reasons. season or? Rachel, I don't know anything. Oh, really? Oh, okay. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm like this little troll that lives under a rock. Like I have, I don't know anything. Well, you're so busy with other stuff, but regardless, I need to come there. I might be doing a show in, um, are you guys near Myrtle beach? And my booker is like, yeah. Oh, like how far? Uh, from dirty Myrtle, like about two hours or so oh well maybe if, if she she's gonna book me there for like a week I think so um maybe I'll just come there to Charleston afterwards yes okay yeah just come stay with I me. don't know when it's gonna be but I'll figure it out um okay. anyways so I want to talk about like I'm fascinated like I just first of all I try to just pretend like you're not the age that you are like to pretend like we're more the same age and you're not several years younger than me um, I literally consider us to be the same age. Me too. Cause you, well, yeah. you're incredibly mature. And by the way, on this season, which I just caught up on before the podcast, you come across like, especially more than the boys, like far more mature than people that are basically twice your age. Well, but here's the thing for real life. That's great and all, but then for reality TV, it's like, eh, you know, yeah. so but you're not I've been struggling pre- with the trade-off of my real life being more important to me and like, you know, wanting to be mature and normal in myself. But then I realized it doesn't make for a great show. So I have to like prioritize. Yeah. But I feel like you're not the type, like we've talked about this before, like you're true to yourself. You're not the type that's just going to like pretend to have drama or, you know, yeah, make it seem like you're not as put together as you are. Well, I don't know about put together, but I know what you mean. Yeah. But uh, regarding your age, I'm like very, very proud of you for like how quickly your business has taken off. So I wanted Thank to talk you. to you more about that. Yeah. How did, how did you decide to start it? And like, I wouldn't even know where to start if someone told me like, okay, you need to just do, start doing a clothing e-commerce business. Like, how did you know how to do that? Okay. So I, I didn't, I had no idea. I knew I wanted to do something and I feel like you and I have had so many conversations about, you know, what we want to do and how like we have these goals, but we don't really know how to get there. And it Mm -hmm. is a struggle. It's a freaking struggle for everyone. And I was actually in New York, um, post nose job and on like 
a shit ton of painkillers and it gave me that I was just like in bed recovering for two weeks so bored just looking things up and um all of a sudden I just thought why don't I just do this it's like something that I mean I shop online every single day anyway basically (laughs) so let's just give it a shot and then I found um, I reached out to Ginny because I knew she had worked in kind of that industry Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to have her because she kind of knew the very basics and then we got to learn together. Um, so that's kind of how we started, but a lot of trial and error for yeah. sure. We still have a lot of trial and error and it's been a year and a half. I believe that that's how like the most successful people got successful. It's sort of like you don't procrastinate on starting whatever it is that you want to do. You just sort of go for it, rip the bandaid off and figure it out along the way. And you have to be okay with the trial and error and the little bit of failure and all that. Yeah. And you have to be just a little bit hopped up on painkillers. Makes it a lot better. <laughs> I feel like that would not help for me. <laughs> Where were you getting the energy for that? For starting a I business mean, on painkillers? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've but... never really taken them except for after my hand surgery and they just made me nauseous. I don't get the point. Really? Yeah, they just, I, don't, I didn't like them. I was like, Mine I still may- feel pain, but I feel a little nauseous on top of it. Oh, mine made me brave and itchy. <laughs> brave and itchy. You should put that on T-shirt. Yes. That should be your new yes. – um, do you say – is it called LeBay? LeBay. LeBay. Yeah, yeah. That should be your guys' new motto. Brave and itchy. Brave and itchy. By Naomi that and sounds- Jenny. <laughs> no, not okay. <laughs> um, I'm sure that you don't want to talk about this season of Southern Charm, but listen, I have to do it because oh, I don't that's care. what people want to hear about. And I also yeah, have what? like two pages of questions from my listeners. I feel like I should just ask their questions because I'm probably just going to double up on them, but I still want to ask you my own questions. Yeah, no, no. Like, please feel free to – also, I, I mean, I realize that not everybody wants to hear about like my business and like no, that was actually a lot of the questions stuff. people had. People had a lot of questions about your business. And then people also just wrote to me to compliment how pretty you are. I'm like, don't you think I know that? <laughs> oh, that's so <laughs> And nice. how hot the tool is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. If oh. I could send you a selfie right now, you'd be like, never mind. You no. don't, you don't uh, even want to imagine what I look like right now. First of all, I just <laughs> shut the AC off to do this. So it's hotter than hell in my apartment. So my face is bright red. And I just showered after running eight miles in 85 degree heat. So everything about me is just not cute. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. uh, So speaking of Matul, I was wondering, does it irritate you a little bit when Cameron flirts with him? I'm like, is she taking, is Cameron taking it like a little too far? No. So it's so funny because a lot of people have asked that question. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? Like, not at all. I mean, it's a, it's just a complete joke that I think got taken a little too far and people were like, you need to look out around that camera and it's not appropriate, like blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, what? I mean, obviously it's, it's not serious, you know? Um, yeah, no, not at all. That it does not bother me whatsoever. So funny. It it, it probably wouldn't bother me either, but I was like, maybe if like you were like a little bit drunk and, or like, and just sort of like being more sensitive, maybe it would, but yeah, probably not. (laughs) Oh, well, I mean, there are no rules when I'm drunk and sensitive. You know this. Yes, yes. Anything could make me sad or mad. Anything. You don't know. Yeah, true. But you said you and Matul really don't fight. No, no. A couple times I fought with myself, so that was fun. (laughs) You told me that when I saw you in February. I was like, do you guys fight? You were like, it's more just like I start a fight (laughs) that you don't even know what you're fighting about. Yeah, just habit. It's like shitty habit. Yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're breaking the habit, though. I mean, it's not happening. You're not throwing things through windows. No. That was one time, Rachel. <laughs> you throw something through a window one time in a fight with your boyfriend. And everyone remembers it. <laughs> Suddenly, you're crazy. <laughs> Suddenly, you're the crazy one. Yeah, I, I mean, I will hilarious. tell the story just so, um, so everybody can realize how far I've come. Um, once upon a time, when I was still dating Craig, we, like, went out, got in a fight, and he got into the house, which was my house, before me and locked me out and passed out. And I had no way of getting in. And I didn't know what to do. It was like 3 o'clock in the morning. And so oh I walked around the back. And there's a kitchen window. And there was a brick on the ground right next to it. And I was like, huh, maybe <laughs> maybe this is what I need to do. Like, maybe, maybe this, this is, is God it. telling me this is the plan. And so I'm like, all right, just do it. And at first I went to throw it, but it, my hand would not let go of it. I was like, oh, my God, this is so psychotic. Like, how am I going to get in with all the shards once I do break it open? But I was like, all right, just be drunk. Just do it. So I threw it. And it was a fucking double-paned window. 
did it, like, it didn't kick no. back at you, did it? No, it broke the first layer, but there was a second <laughs> layer of glass. And I was like, all right, I'm calling my mom. Like, this isn't working. That sucked. Oh. I think Stassi and I were visiting because I feel like you told me the next us the next morning. Oh my god, you were. Yeah, but we weren't there for that. Obviously, you could have just no, called no, no. us too. Yeah, I don't know. I think you guys we had been all out together, and yeah. Craig and I went home. You guys went back to your hotel, and this is when it happened. And that was oh probably god, when we thought right. we got locked out of our hotel, actually, too, because they closed <laughs> the, the the normal doors after a certain point at night. And yeah. we were like, oh, my God, they were locked out. And then we were so rude when we went to the front desk. We were like, we could have been kidnapped. You don't know that. And they were like, we told you guys when you checked in that those doors get closed after a certain point at night. We were <laughs> did like, you, though? Yeah, did you? I need a comment <laughs> card. I'm leaving a review. Um, so, yeah, you and Matul seem, like, really chill together. And Oh, my God, yeah, he's awesome. Are you going to marry him? I hope so. Really? I'm trying not to like, you know, bring it up because that's weird. But well, I feel like your so mom was so all good. in on it. She brought it up on the show. Yeah, my mom my mom literally is like looking up Indian culture and like Indian history. It's very cute, but it's also just a lot. Oh, my um, God. Naomi, for real, my mom does the same thing. Like I can mention- Really? So the new guy I'm um, dating, he's building a container home on his property in Colorado. And by the way, this was like when we first started dating. I just casually mentioned that to my mom. It's not even like how far along we are now. And we hung up the phone and all of a sudden I got a link to container home designs. I'm like, you're annoying. Like, just relax. Wait, I haven't heard. This isn't the guy from when we were in L.A. Mm. Or were you kind of talking to him? Who was I talking to then? Uh, no, this isn't. This is someone. No, you have. A, I haven't told you. I can't about. remember because I feel like there's a lot of back and forth. You know what I'm saying? With I just someone. listen. Rachel dates a lot. Um. No, it's Rachel, not. Rachel, nothing beats the story of okay. that one guy. I don't even know what you're going to say. Almost assaulted you. Do you remember? <gasps> oh, you my God. Me? It was so scary. I don't know if you've told this story, but if you haven't, you should because it's amazing. Yeah, I will at some point, actually. Maybe okay. I'll tell it in my intro or something. Oh, my God. That was – that guy – if you're doing that at 9 a.m. sober, sir, <laughs> what are you doing to people normally? Like or like at, at nighttime. Oh, that guy was such a creep. No, this the that guy I'm amazing. dating is um, – we've been friends for a long time. And actually, uh, maybe I don't want to say it. I'll tell you like separately, but okay. he's a great guy. Okay, okay. But anyway, okay. I totally get – my mom's insane. Like she – it's like she's – and, and I can't know? tell her their Instagram handle because – well, she'll figure it out. She watches everything that uh, the guy I'm dating mm-hmm. does on Instagram and reports it back to me. And then she also must show it to my dad because my dad was like, yeah, your mom showed me some of his Instagram. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like – you guys are so embarrassing. Oh my gosh. Well, your mom's it could looking be worse. into Indian culture. If if your mom starts like it, trying to like make Indian food and like do all that for him, I don't know. <laughs> she my parents are basically just they love him so much and they're like don't fuck this up, like don't mess it up, you know, like he's my mom's like I think he's perfect and they've never really said that about anyone and so I think they realize how into him I am and like vice versa contrary to popular belief yeah <laughs> and um so they're just like really happy for us and it's awesome do you want to just say contrary to popular belief people don't feel like he's into you yes and it's like i mean i watched uh, the reunion i don't think that that's what, what they were are you saying like like comments from viewers yeah i mean m- maybe like a little bit of both but it's it's more so i mean you you know better than anyone like if somebody doesn't really want to be filming and everything and it's not not what they want to be doing. They're probably not going to convey their full personality in like 30 seconds on camera. Oh, 100%. And, and I think that that's what happened. And when I watched it back, like, I don't even recognize him. I'm like, you seem so rigid and, you know, tense. And he's like, dang it. <laughs> well, he's not, he's not used to it though. And also like, yeah. he, it's not, he didn't sign up for it. He's probably not getting paid. It's not his job. And he's like, has a professional career. He probably doesn't want to like do anything that could affect that. So he's probably just being rigid. Right. Exactly. So did you get, you got a lot of comments from viewers? Is that what you were saying? I mean, not like a lot, but I definitely, I don't, I also don't sit there and scroll through comments because, you know, I care about my mental health, Yeah. but I, I definitely saw some that were like, you know, either he's condescending or he's this and that. I'm like, yeah, I don't even know. Yeah. No, I mean, there would you would be acting different if you didn't have a good relationship. I feel like you're very calm. You were way different when you were dating Greg. Not that you, you know, you seem so much more like calm and like there's no drama. 
I think yeah, it none. would show. Guys, I am obsessed with my third love bras and panties, actually. They make the cutest, cutest panties and the prettiest, most slimming, most supportive, and most comfortable bras. Okay, so this is what makes Third Love so amazing. Third Love uses data points generated by millions of women who have taken their Fit Finder quiz to design bras with breast size and shape in mind for a perfect fit and premium feel. I didn't know that shape even came into consideration before Third Love, and like, why is everyone else not doing it? Third Love is amazing. So first what you do is you, do, you take their Fit Finder quiz. You answer a few simple questions, and it's actually really fun to take. It takes like 60 seconds. Over 12 million women have already taken the quiz to date. And every customer has 60 days to wear the bras, wash them, and put them to the test. And if you don't love it, you can return it, and Third Love will wash it and donate it to a woman in need. But you're not going to want to return it. You're going to feel so sexy and so slim and so supported in your Third Love bras. And the comfort is amazing. It's comfort and quality, hands down the most comfortable bra you'll ever own. And they have straps that won't slip and tagless labels. There's no itching. They're lightweight. I'm obsessed with Third Love. I seriously feel so much slimmer when I put on my third love bra I put a t-shirt over it I'm like I look and I my back fat's gone that's amazing so third love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone so right now they're offering my listeners 15% off your first order just go to thirdlove.com slash be here now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase that's thirdlove.com slash be here for 15% off today so is that um uh, Ashley girl is psycho. She scares me. Is that her name? Is that she the one that, that dated yes. Thomas or dates? Is she still with him? Um, no, I don't think okay. so. She like, she's really California. insane. Ugh. Yes. Tell no, she really is. It's, so she's just like the world's number one psycho. And she really wanted, um, to get back on the show basically even without Thomas. And so, um, they broke up, but she tried to do this fake apology tour and, you know, to film, she got, she got some airtime. That's like what she wanted. And yeah, she's still batshit crazy. I mean, those and, were the worst apologies anyone's ever given though. That oh, I mean, she tried horrible. to do. She tried to apologize to Catherine, but under her breath had made fun of her maybe five minutes before that calling her Pippi Long yeah. or whatever. I'm like, you're, do you know you're mic'd, Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think she honestly forgets that she's my tech. I have no idea, but she, um, she's really not a good person. And everybody that comes in contact with her, whether it's through the show or not, you know, just anybody in her life that she met here has says the same thing. So it's not like, oh, the show is alienating her and she got a bad edit. Like she's just that way. Um, people like that scare me. Yeah, they should. They scare me too. They're (laughs) insane. What was the most challenging part about filming this season? Um, Managing, like, my personal life versus the show because I had to respect, like, dating somebody that didn't want anything to do with the show for good reason. Mm -hmm. And, you know, figuring out how to work that because I obviously was, like, still kind of filming with my ex and that's weird to some people. Even though to me and Craig, like, we don't care at all. It's nothing. It's no big deal. It's just like we're in the same group of friends on and off camera. Mm-hmm. And um, and yeah, it is what it is. But I would I think, you know, that is a weird situation. As desensitized as we are to other people, it might be strange. So I think mm-hmm. that was the hardest part was managing kind of the two. Yeah. Is that truly why you didn't go to Colorado was because of him? I mean, if you guys are fine, I mean. Oh, well, at the time we were not fine. Oh, okay. Like there's so much that went on behind the scenes too that like you didn't see on the show like, um, things that I heard Craig had been saying about me and Matul and like really bad stuff. And, and it was just so uncomfortable and I didn't want to be around that cause I didn't want a, an even bigger scene to happen, you know? And I'm really yeah. glad like I didn't go on the trip cause I feel like he would have freaked out on me or something. And I just was not in that kind of place at the time. Now I would go and it wouldn't matter, you know, yeah. but at the time I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, I think I remember you actually telling me that he was saying stuff about you and Matul when I saw you back in February. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, have Madison and Danny made up? Because I don't know if I need to keep holding a grudge against Madison for Danny because she seems like she's being so mean. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know? That's, that's like a whole other – because I also forgot that you know Madison, that we all hung out when you guys were here. Yeah. 
Um, that is the weirdest situation. I mean, that was pretty freaking mean. I mean, oh, she did apologize it was, for it, but that was like. It was horrible. Like the worst. I mean, that's to me, I would never forgive someone that did that to me. But Danny also, as you know, is a better person than most and like so, so nice. I don't know what the genuine situation is. I heard that they apologized to each other like after the reunion and hugged it out and everything. But I thought they had already done that once before. And then they got into this weird, um, not Twitter fight, but like Instagram Yeah, Danny did my podcast after that. I think it was after that. But I think you guys must have filmed the re- – when did you film the reunion? Um, Like a month ago. Oh, no. She did my podcast before that. But she did it like right after their like Instagram thing where the video – like the thing with Gentry or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And it didn't seem like Danny – liked her then when she was telling me about it but who knows maybe they made up after that because it seems like the reunion was filmed yeah just the whole situation is really weird and I don't I don't even know what I think of it yet like Madison's actions before during and after like it's just very strange it's like kind of we're in the twilight zone yeah do you think it's just because she wants to be on the show she's just kind of like I don't know. No, because so I like I hate saying that actually, even though I said it about Ashley, <clears throat> she doesn't count. Well, I mean um, that's pretty obvious that that girl. I mean, especially if she's not even dating him and she's clearly not friends with anyone. Like, yeah, but so like about Ashley, not Madison. Um, oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Ashley can leave, but mm-hmm. the, the Madison thing is weird because I mean we've all known Madison for years. She's done my hair for years and. Then everything with her in Austin, like, she, you know, says all these things about him behind his back, and they cheat on each other, like, they have no business being together, mm-hmm. and you don't really see them together, but then when it's time for the reunion, suddenly they're, like, a week or two before seen on dates together, and it's just all very curious, mm-hmm. but, you know, I don't know what's going on in their personal life, like, I'm not in their brains when they wake up and go to sleep, it's, I don't know, I really don't get it, though, but. I mean, I've been, there's been definitely people like on um, Vanderpump Rules who like clearly have like made a pact with each other. I mean, I've even overheard, I won't say who, but like two people years ago, like planning what they were going to say, planning what they were going to do, like all this stuff. And maybe, maybe that's just how they are. Maybe that's just sort of like they've, I don't know, made a. Yeah. Well, I think also, I mean, it just like everybody else, if you have a business and stuff, like it can really help your business. And so Mm -hmm. she got an agent right away and did her press tour and everything. And so she's definitely, you know, going for it, which I have, I don't have anything bad to say about that. Like, I don't care. I just think like, it's okay to get where you want to be as long as you're not crushing people in the process. And Mm -hmm. I think that unfortunately, Danny was one of those people. And so it's hard for me because I love Danny so much. And so do you. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, why you got to do that? It was, it, it, Jen, yeah, it bothered me that I mean, she eventually apologized, but not, frankly, not really, if it was really shown the way it went, like Danny went up to her to comfort her first, it seemed when Shep brought those girls and then Madison basically apologized, but it was, but like in the scene in Colorado, she basically was acting like she didn't give a fuck. Right. Which. Right. But I also think that's a defense mechanism with Madison. Like I do the same thing when I'm mad at someone or if I'm like actually sad, I just, you don't want to show it. You don't want to show weakness. So you act like big and mean, but really you're like, "Eh, you don't want to admit that you did something wrong. You're like, no, I meant to do that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) And that is what you call digging yourself into a deeper hole. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'm going to ask you uh, listener questions now. Okay. Um, the first one, Wilson wants to know more about your hot gay roommate. <laughs> oh, whose name is also Wilson. No, that was Wilson actually writing that. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> well, all right. Go away, Wilson. Get back to work. <laughs> um, my, this is actually my friend, Kylie. Kylie says, what is it like having the hottest boyfriend in Charleston? Matul is very much her type. So <laughs> she mentions it like every time I see her. She's like, Naomi's boyfriend's so hot. I'm like, of course you think so. Um, it's pretty cool, especially <laughs> when you, if you know me and you know, just like how ugly I get and just like disgusting, there's actual shit on my shirt right now from my parents' dog that I'm dog sitting. She has lost <laughs> control of her bowels and she shat on me and I have not even cleaned it up. Like, You're like that's why would the I? level. Why would I? In case he does it again. I mean, like, you know? I'm going to do it eventually, but just in a minute, you know? <laughs> he really is quite gorgeous, but so are you. You're absolutely beautiful. So shush. 
And people have told us that we look alike before, so you better not say that you're not pretty. That is the greatest compliment. If only I could get my nose as small as yours. It it happens Uh, over time, my friend. (laughs) And your nose is perfect. You don't need one any smaller, do you? I mean, I don't know. I'm like, I'm good. I don't need people are like, once you start plastic surgery, you can't stop. I'm like, no, you can. Yeah, I'm good. no, like, like I, well, well, first of all, I'm probably never doing anything to my face after my most recent Botox. I can't move my mouth. I just got Botox and, um, uh, apparently I went, I went back to the doctor after two weeks cause I was like, yo, I, I can't move my mouth. You did something wrong and you don't, didn't put Botox near my mouth. He's like, well, that's like a one in a thousand case. And sometimes just a little bit of Botox will trickle into the muscles that make you move your mouth. I was like, Wait, what? Yeah. So he was like, it'll probably dissipate in like six weeks. I literally can't smile. Like I can talk, but like I can't, it's ridiculous looking. Like if I smile, it looks like, you know, when like little kids, when you tell them to smile and they just show their teeth, that's what they think smiling is. That's basically like you have a touch of the bells is what I call it. Yeah. My face is a touch of the bells. Yeah. It's touch touch to touch. I'm so I like, I don't think I'll ever get Botox again. Ever. It's so gross. Anyways. Damn. Well, don't touch your face. You're perfect. Well, thanks. So are you. Um, okay. Do you, again from Kylie, do you think Madison just wanted to be on the show and that's why she started up drama and acted like she was in love with Austin? I guess I just asked you that, but. See, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. So I'm not going to say yes, but I'm also not going to say no. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I remember when both Craig and Austin were in town and I went out with them and I remember Austin telling me that he had just was just starting to date her and he seemed really excited about it and it seemed genuine, but that might just be on his end. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, okay. I definitely think that they have chemistry and that there's something there as far as like why it's been dragged out even after like so much bad shit has happened. I don't know. Yeah. Sometimes people just are in those like toxic, like junior high style relationships. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. Been there, done that. Yeah, but you and Craig weren't, like, cheating on each other and stuff. It was just, you yeah. You guys were just way too different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. Um, True. Lauren wants to know if you and Matul live together. No. So, by the time, so his lease was up, I guess, in June. Mm-hmm. And he realized, because he's in, like, a big apartment building and he's got a roommate. And by the time he realized, like, oh, my God, my lease is up at the end of this month, like, I either have to renew it for a full year or not like what do we do because we'd obviously talked about moving in together but I couldn't tell I have two roommates that live with me in my house so I was like I can't just give these people three and a half weeks notice to find a new place to live when there's almost no places for rent and then his roommate would have had to find another so it would have been really complicated and yeah last minute so I was like you know what we have literally forever to live together why yeah. don't we just like there's I don't no I don't it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you you guys like you I think you said on the reunion you guys stay together like 6 to 7 nights a week like it's nice to like be able to have your own space too to go back to. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh you look so pretty on the reunion by the way. That might be like one of my favorite dresses on you. Oh my gosh, thank you. Yeah, that so we it's by likely we sell it at Lebay but it's sold out, which is uh-huh. cool, but we well, I mean, couldn't get cool. our hands on more. But um yeah. okay, from AB, I don't know. Um, how do you deal with, <laughs> that's how you say it. How do you deal with negative comments from viewers? It must be hard being judged by people who don't even know you. Yeah. So I have a really, like, I think that some people handle that stuff better than others. Mm-hmm. Personally, if you actually think about it, you wouldn't take criticism from, like, don't take criticism from someone you wouldn't take advice from. That's and great. that's great advice. Somebody that comments something like that, like when I say I don't have one friend that would comment something rude on a stranger, especially like some random Bravo Liberty's Instagram because my friends are cool. Yeah. Like that kind of puts it in perspective. That's I'm true. Like, okay, yeah. I don't know. Obviously one person weird would do that shit. either. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just not. And so it gives everybody, even like the weirdest, worst people, it gives everybody an equal platform to share whatever dumb thoughts or whatever. Sometimes it's very positive and sometimes it's very negative, but it puts everybody on an equal playing field. And like I said, sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. I feel but like people, it, Oh, go ahead. No, no. no. I mean, if, if you're going to not really listen to the negative comments, you also can't really listen to the positive comments because you can't cherry pick, but, um, it's well, really, of helped course me, you like, can cherry my, pick. That's all I do. 
<laughs> I filter my podcast reviews because um, if you look at them like on a desktop, not on your phone, you can filter them by like most favorable or worst or whatever. I just filter them by Stop. most favorable and I only read those ones. Stop. Oh my God. Because it, because sometimes it's like, I don't want it to affect like me being myself when someone's like, she's so boring. Like, how is she a comedian? It's like, I don't always have to be on. Like, I want to interview people about interesting things. Like that, that would hurt my feelings and then I don't need to read that. Yeah. But you also are, are like very, very smart. And so maybe some, sometimes people that aren't like, don't either don't understand you or just want you to talk about like the bullshit surface stuff, like yeah. the reality TV stuff and everything when really... You are much deeper than that. Thank you. It's like, I just like, especially about like just pop culture in general, I truly don't care. Like I don't follow it. Like I, like my new obsession is true crime. Like I want to talk about true crime. It's fascinating. Um, Yeah. Agreed. Which is also pretty basic of me. Uh, Okay. Gracie (laughs) says, given the age gap between you and some of the other castmates, do you get teased because you're successful, beautiful, and hardworking? Seems like men of that caliber would be saying verbal digs here and there. And what wine do you buy and drink the most? That was a lot of them. <laughs> um, okay, well, no. The the guys are, like, very nice and as supportive as, like, they can be because mm-hmm. really a- any type of business ownership, you just don't understand until you do it. And so you can imagine and stuff, but um, they I don't think they get it in the same capacity. But they're very nice. Like, they've never said anything mean or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as far as wine, um, my favorite is a Cote de Rhone French wine, obviously, mm-hmm. called Chateau Neuf du Pop. Uh-huh. And um, I usually have to buy it either online or like at bottles because in restaurants it's too expensive, but uh-huh. it's very good. Oh, I love that. Say the name again. Chateau Neuf du Pop. Okay. That's no way I'm going to be able to figure out how to spell that. Um, <laughs> by the way, I'm going to Toulouse, France, and I'm probably also saying that wrong, in the beginning of October because my cousin's getting married there. Have you ever been there and do you have any recommendations? Um, I mean, I've been there like maybe when I was younger and stuff, but it's not too far from Nice, so I'll send you I'll, – I'll find some recs. I'll send them to you. Okay. Sweet. Thanks. Um, so fun. See Sunny's Creations. I don't know what her real name is. Um, she said, can you ask her to share her thoughts on Shep putting up a video he made with the woman collecting cans and him lashing out towards fans? I don't know what that means. That combined with his comments on the reunion make him seem elitist. I know. Do you, it was do you feel like he's so, being elitist? Yes. I mean, I think in, in, I don't think he meant to, so do you, did you hear what happened? There's a no. homeless woman with like, like Aww. collecting cans in either a shopping cart or something like that. And he must have been out and um, was videoing her on his story being like, oh, what nice cans you have, like kind of making fun of her. And she's saying like, no, stop or whatever. And he thought it was a funny joke. And everyone was like, are you fucking kidding? So Mm. it's not on, it wasn't on purpose. Not that that makes it better, Mm -hmm. but he's, it just shows kind of the disconnect and the level of, you know, not realizing what he's saying. Did he apologize for it at least? Well, so when she says he was lashing out at fans, people that commented on it that were like, what are you doing? He, instead of being remorseful, told them, you know, unfollow me then or blah, blah, blah. And so Uh. it was just not handled very well at all. Mm. Couldn't have been handled worse. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And do you feel like what the other part of it was, do you feel like he can be elitist? Yes. He grew up rich. He, you know, his whole life has never really like wanted for anything and he'll admit that and Mm -hmm. I think sometimes no matter how much you try that just puts you out of touch and makes you a little bit of an elitist I mean he I mean to be fair like he probably like has to kind of work it like that's just sort of like you you are how you're raised for the most part um, yeah. And I like but Shep. His, I actually think Shep's a, a pretty, I mean, a very nice guy. I mean, he's never done anything yeah. to me. And I think that, I actually think he's a pretty caring person. He just, I think, is disconnected a little bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You guys know this. Hiring is challenging, but there's one place you can go where hiring is simple, fast, and smart. A place where growing businesses connect to qualified candidates. And that place is ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. ZipRecruiter is amazing. ZipRecruiter sends your job to over 100 of the web's leading job boards, but they don't stop there. With their powerful matching technology, ZipRecruiter scans thousands of resumes to find people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your 
job. That's incredible. As applications come in, ZipRecruiter analyzes each one and spotlights the top candidates so you never miss a great match. ZipRecruiter is so effective that four to five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate through the site within the first day. And right now, my listeners can try ZipRecruiter for free at this exclusive web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. ZipRecruiter.com slash be here. That's Z-I-P-R-E-C-R-U-I-T-E-R.com slash B-E-H-E-R-E. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. The dopest chick... (laughs) Uh, she said, what's your best advice for someone struggling with their online business, uh, like a sales slump? What would be a good advice on that? Oh, so whenever we always say like, whenever we have a slump or we have something that could be doing better, just always go back to the basics and really try to figure out from a bird's eye view, what could be happening because a sales slump either means you have poor inventory, you didn't buy well, or you're not marketing it well. So sometimes Mm -hmm. if you just try a different view of showing something differently, or, um, you know, switching your, your point of view, trying it on or sending it to somebody to post, or, you know, something, just try something different. Mm -hmm. But usually if there's a, like, if you have good product and good quality things that fit well, that are priced well, you, it should sell, you know, like there's, Mm -hmm. there's such a big marketplace out there and people will spend money on things that they think are are fair, but, um, consumers can see through a lot. If it was someone like you have a platform where people easily, you know, know who you are and know, like they're going to go to yours more so than just some random person. Like, do you feel like it's, I don't know. Do you think that like a random person who started like a e-commerce site, do you think that if they followed all those rules that it would work as well for them? That's yes, but I, I think it would take 10 times longer. Mm-hmm. So I got to really circumvent a lot of that stuff because we like immediately had popularity and immediately had a lot of sales and stuff. And so we've gotten to build off that, which is great. But if we didn't have that, it would have taken a, a lot more money, a lot more marketing mm-hmm. effort, a lot more time, a lot more people, you know, it's just, just takes longer, but you have yeah. to stick with it and stay consistent. Even when you just feel like going home and getting in the fetal position. Mm-hmm. You just have to stick through it. It's very good advice. You're so smart. Um, a lot of people were asking about um, the intermittent fasting. Um, what are the positives you've experienced? And like, I don't know how you do it. Like I've tried to do it. And sometimes I can just do it naturally when I'm really busy. But when I think about that, I'm doing it, I'm like, I, I'm starving. Just now. yeah. <laughs> I'm withering away. I'm dying. I am dying. I'm counting down the hours. This is so unfair. (laughs) I know. Um, Honestly, black coffee helps. Um, Caffeine helps a lot. And honestly, some days when I'm, like you said, dying and hungry, I just eat. It's like not, you know. So how are you? How many hours in between? Are you doing the one meal or what do you do? So normally I fast from 8 p.m. until like maybe 12-ish. If I can make it longer, I do. But sometimes I make it, you know, sometimes I go from midnight to 5 a.m. That's about as long as I can go without eating. It just (laughs) depends. But when I was losing weight and really trying, you got to push through the hump of the first week or two weeks Mm -hmm. and where you just, it's awful, it sucks, and then it gets way better. And then if you don't do it one day, you feel so sluggish um, from having eaten like too early for the rest of the day. Dang, I gotta try it. What do you? <laughs> so black coffee. I just don't know. It stresses me. I just got. Did you? Did you hear the actual stress in my voice? Thinking like I don't think I can yes. do it. <laughs> I know. Food's all I care about. Um, okay. Uh, Heather wants to know about dating tips in Charleston. I don't know. That's a pretty vague question. Um. Mm, yeah, I mean, you don't have to answer. It's kind of vague. no. Like there, there. If you can find a man that's single and straight and has a job that already wipes out like 90 plus percent of Charleston. Wow. And, and if he's like nice and you like him, just never let go Yeah, because they are rare around here. Why is it just because they're all like man childs? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot that aren't obviously, but they don't really run in my circle. (laughs) True. (laughs) So I don't know. Um, how did you meet Matul? Allie wants to know. And sorry if you, I can stop asking these if it's getting too no, long for you. No, you're fine. Okay. Um, so that's funny actually because a girl named Allie introduced us. Oh my god! And she she had tried to set us up like months and months and months and months before, but I said no because I 
I actually said like I didn't want to date a doctor because I thought they were squares and worked too much and like I could never relate, you know. Um, mm-hmm. And then I, I saw date a doctor. Him. I feel like that's. I just thought it would be boring because they yeah. work so much and like yeah. I thought they were just really type A and blah. Yeah. Um, I have no idea why that is like a horrible and false judgment, by the way. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, no. Um, I don't want to do that, whatever. And she showed me a picture of him and I was like, I mean, he's really hot. I just don't, I'm like not interested. And then I, that was probably in September. And then I saw him at a party in uh, March. Mm-hmm. And so I already knew that he liked me because he had, I knew he had asked her to see if I would be interested. So I like talked to him for a second and then realized he was just like so hot and so cool. And we were inseparable ever since then. Aww. So thank you, Allie. Yeah, that's really funny that Allie introduced you and Allie asked a question. Uh, you least already <laughs> answered this. So you don't have to answer it. Allison said, is it weird filming with Craig? But we don't have to answer because she already did. No. Uh, you already answered this one too, but it'll shout out her name. Rebecca wanted the journey to starting your own business. You already answered that. Um, Amy said, what piece of advice would you give your five years ago self? And your skin looks amazing. Any tips? Oh, thank you. Um, five years ago, I would tell myself, get your nose done sooner. <laughs> and for my Ridiculous. skin, um, thank you. I go, my dermatologist here, her name's Dr. Jermaine. She's freaking amazing. And she did BBL laser and um, one other thing called Clear and Brilliant. And then I get facials every month um, from Spa Azure in Charleston. Nice. Um, Agriton wants to, I don't know if that's how you pronounce that name, about your workout routine. How often do you work out? I'm curious, um, too, because I just want to be skinny like you. <laughs> Shut up. You are. What? Whatever. Um, I don't know. I work out like three or four days a week, but lately it's been probably more like three. Um, this morning I just skipped it. Whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I go to this place called Hilo in Charleston. It's awesome. It's high intensity, and it's just what I like. But I don't like it while I'm there, but I'm always glad, you know, when I leave. Cool. Haley asked a question about your business you've already answered. Uh, Diana, how does she feel about Southern Charm always showing scenes with horses pulling people in them? They're like in every oh, episode. Oh, I hate of it. Yeah. I need to put in a special request to whoever's in charge of that and be like, please, stop. It makes me like, sad, too. It sucks. It's the worst. We have a horse track near here, or Santa Ana, I think that's the one, where I get, like, the LA Times alerts for, like, news stuff. I don't understand how the place is still open. I feel like I get an alert every week saying a horse has died and it's, the count is up to this much. I'm like, shut it down. Yeah. Makes shut me really that bitch up. down. Makes me I know. upset. Um, NYC Fit Finder asked her how you started your business and about Matuli. You already answered that. Andrea. Sh- Hi, Naomi. I've been separated from my ex for four years. I feel like you're giving advice now. I feel like we're both <laughs> moved on, but there was also never closure. How do I approach a situation so that I'm able to give my current relationship... 1,000%. Wait, wait. Did you say it's been four years? Yeah. <laughs> I guess that's your answer. Ma'am, I don't know how to help you. Like, <laughs> Duh, four years? Don't stress about it? I don't know. <laughs> uh, maybe. Um, wow, we suck at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, because now that you pointed out that it was four years... Because uh, yeah. she says there was never closure. I think, I, in my opinion, you just have to accept that sometimes there's not going to be closure for something. There's not always but closure in life. Sometimes 365 days times four is closure. Like time yeah. is closure. Totally. All right. We did. Yeah. See, we, we pulled it together. I mean, eh. <laughs> Allison wants to know who you're closest with on the cast. And did production make her you film with Ashley as punishment since you didn't go on to Colorado? Um, I mean, it wasn't like punishment, but you I did film so with her while everyone. <laughs> She's just the worst. Um, yeah, I did film with her while they were in Colorado. Whether it was a punishment or not, I will let you be the judge of that. Um, and what was the other question? Who, oh, who closest I'm closest to? to? Um, I'm probably closest to Chelsea, I would say. Like Chelsea, Danny, Cam. Yeah, probably like, yeah, probably Chelsea and Danny. Chelsea seems like a very normal girl. Oh, she's the bomb. Yeah, I love her. She's cool. Um, she has chickens. That's adorable. Yeah, she also is, like, such a tomboy. It makes her so adorable. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, Carolyn, what steps did you take to go from, in your words, the negative mindset she used to have to now being so positive and driven? And did you like – and by, now I'm adding on to that question. Did you like that um, uh, hypnotherapy thing you went to? 
Yeah, I loved it. Um, I go to hypnotherapy sometimes. It's awesome. Really? Uh-huh. Do you like it? Okay. Yeah, I love it. Uh, it was a lot. And by the way, I'm not like always positive. Like I definitely still fall back in that same mindset sometimes like of being very negative. Like it's a constant struggle. And I think like whenever if when other people see a change in you, if they're like, oh, how did you do it? And then you pretend like suddenly you're perfect and all is well and you you never have a hard day ever again. Like you're just lying. Yeah. Um, I still have days where I'm like, everything sucks. This is the worst. Like I hate everything. And then some days I realize that everything is great and I'm very lucky and, you know, just, just like, I feel that that's normal, especially yeah. at our age and with the, with all of this crap that's around us constantly and mm-hmm. comparison. And that's something I struggle with, like, but trying to become more positive. I went to hypnotherapy. I went to therapy. Um, I still go, I tried to read, I try all this stuff and some days I do better at it than others, but yeah. As long as you keep trying, that means that it you're takes, on the way of doing better. It takes daily work. I mean, I think eventually it kind of becomes a habit. Like, um, I mean, I I work on it too. I, I wouldn't say I'm ever really like negative, but like just even like slipping into like a mindset of like, well, why isn't this happening sooner? Why is like just it takes a it it takes work to not believe every dumb thing your brain is like. The stories you tell yourself are most likely not true. Like, and it's right. just, it's just as possible that something wonderful is going to happen, uh, that, that something negative, but we're always like, something bad's going to happen. Like, why don't we just right. switch that to like, I'm excited that something great's going to happen today. Right. Or worrying about things happening that haven't even happened yet, but you're just kind of anticipating and just in case, and it's like such a waste, but you can't help it. Isn't I mean, that so funny that we do that? And I'm going to just feel bad to anticipate just in case it happens. Yeah. Like, that's ridiculous. And everything ends up fine. And it's like you wasted a whole day feeling like shit for no reason. Yeah. I agree. Um, I agree. Um, and what was the most stressful thing? Oh, Stephen uh, or Stefan. I think it's Stephen though. What was the most stressful thing? Uh, you filmed this season. The, oh, wait. What's more stressful filming? The whole season or the reunion? Sorry. Oh, um, the whole season for sure. The reunion, I, I chilled all yeah. day. Like, I just was relaxing. Yeah. Um, the whole season is way more stressful. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jillian, how did you get your MBA to help you where you're at now in terms of business? And would you be willing to speak? Oh, is she pitching you right now? At the CFC MBA cohort about her path from graduation to building her own company. I think someone just pitched you a speaking engagement. Oh, tell them to email me um, okay. for the cohort. Um, yeah, I, I. it's funny because I didn't want to get my MBA, mm-hmm. but I didn't know what else I was going to do. And so I just thought it can't hurt. And my dad also encouraged me too and was like, you know, I'm willing to pay for this if you'll just do it. And I was like, all right. So I went and I was so surprised at how much I really learned. Um, I chose the finance track, but you, other people could do different kind of like focuses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I learned a lot. And a lot of you read a lot of case studies about other businesses and you learn about what went right, what went wrong. Oh, I would love that. Yeah. I, I love I really school. think you would. I love learning. I was oh, so good man. at it. <laughs> yeah, I believe it. Smarty pants. So are you. I believe it. Um, Emily wants to know what you eat in a day. You look so strong and healthy. Yeah, what do you eat besides just one meal? What is in that meal? Um, what did I eat today? Today I've had bean dip and I've had an orange. And I haven't like really gotten into my eating today yet. Like I'm about to, you know, tear it up tonight. <laughs> tear it up. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big snacker and Matul says it's like so bad. I shouldn't be snacking, but I never really eat huge meals. I just snack all the time. Like I love chips and dip uh-huh. and so I eat like so much salsa. It's disgusting. See, I feel like all um, you eat is fresh shellfish just because of Nico, which I, I'm the most, the most fascinating thing about you and your family is your restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to own a restaurant so bad and everything looks so good on the it's hard. Instagram. It's the food and bev industry is a tough business. That's mm-hmm. why I was having shower thoughts the other day about restaurants and stuff. And I was like, how there's no way that Lisa Vanderpump like is so hands-on in all of her restaurants. Cause it's impossible. Like yeah. it's, it's literally not possible. You have to have somebody working for you that either you really trust or several people that are truly managing like all of the different moving pieces. Cause you cannot, one person just cannot do all of that. Yeah. I think she has like people that do that, but she really is at these places a lot. I mean, I think she, yeah, I think she does work pretty hard or very hard. 
Yeah, that's just so impressive. Yeah. Um, Victoria, you already answered this question. It's about being friends with your ex. Anna says she loves you and she'd love to hear more about your long-term business goals and that you're killing it with your clothing company. And Thank is there you. anything else you might be into? Um, well, right now we're, we're, I'm working with a really good friend of mine who helped me a lot in this whole like weight loss journey and health journey and everything. We're working on an app uh, together. She asked if I would want to be a part of it and I jumped at the chance. Um, she's amazing. She makes blender bombs and mm-hmm. I eat, I, oh, I, I ate blender bomb today. Blender bomb smoothie. We forgot oh, that. Is that like a, like a um, pre-made smoothie thing? No. So she makes these little balls that have all these, um, like nuts and dates and seeds and everything oh, jam packed cool. in them. And you just throw them in the blender with whatever you want to make your smoothie with. So I use mango, spinach, and strawberries, water, and then one or two blender bombs, depending how hungry I am. And that helped me so much, like so much. And so she is working on this really cool app concept. And so we've been working on that and, um, I'm so excited for that to come out. Oh, oh my that's gosh. amazing. I feel like I'm going to create an app or like a fitness uh, thing or eating thing where someone just comes over and they handcuff your hands for a certain amount of time so you can't eat because that's about the only thing that would work for me. (laughs) (laughs) Someone just took my – like just forced me not to eat would be the only way that would work. Yep, yep. Lock yourself in a hotel room or something. But there's room service. I know, take the phone out, but I know, (laughs) like, okay, the reason I said that is because I saw some show one time about these twins in Hollywood that wanted to lose weight, so they had their manager lock them in a hotel room and said, don't let us out, no matter what, and after two or three days, they were screaming so loud that he had to let them out, and then once they ate, they were like, why did you let us out? (laughs) Oh my god, that's hilarious. I know, I just never forgot it, I have no idea, if anyone knows that story, please let Rachel know so she can remind me of the name. Hilarious, yeah, please do, DM me guys, at Rachel (laughs) and O'Brien on Instagram. Um, Almost done with these. Um, What does Naomi think of Danny being so loyal to Catherine, but Catherine not doing the same in return? Example, being friends with friendly or whatever with Madison. Yeah. Um, I think the thing with Madison is more situation of like Catherine keeping her enemies closer. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes me sad for Danny. She doesn't deserve that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I miss Danny. I know. I texted her that I was upset when I saw the episode about Madison. She hasn't texted me back yet. I'm going to bug her. Um, Katie, uh, Wants to know the best hair salon in Charleston. And then she also asked what little known restaurant in Charleston you love besides yours. But you don't have to answer that if you don't want to mention competing businesses. Um, no, no, no. What? There's room for everyone. I always say that. Uh, my favorite like little known restaurant is this hole in the wall Japanese restaurant called mm-hmm. Shiki. And it's on East Bay. It's S-H-I-K-I. Uh-huh. And it is legitimately the best most authentic sushi in Charleston. Yeah. It's in a strip mall. Like it's kind of it's kind of like sushi park vibes, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, but, but don't almost... even bring that up. Don't bring up sushi park. It's, oh yeah, because we I spent eight million dollars. I can't get over it. I'll never get. I'll never get over it. <laughs> but but it's way cheaper. Like yeah. it's not those prices, but it's just as good. Okay. So, yeah, I know. Amazing. I'm sorry. Wait, I also forgot about that too. But I I think that Craig paid for that that time, so it stung a little less for me. But sorry about that. You still don't get Did? to change the location of our lunch, Whitney, and then. <laughs> Make it $180 lunch. Stassi walked in like right at the tail end because she had something to do and they still made her split the tab and she was like, okay, what? (laughs) It was ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways. uh, And then, okay, do you also want to know the best hair salon in Charleston? Oh, yeah. Um, 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 Well, Chelsea, um, she's about to do my color in like a a couple weeks and she is opening a new um, salon called um, Tolua. Oh, I like the name. Check it out. Yeah. Yay. I'm done with the fan questions now. I, <laughs> okay. I really want to come to Charleston and see you guys. That's side note. I like book a, we were book just a talking flight. about like the restaurants and stuff there. I'm like, I just oh, need to come. Okay. So food, food is getting you over here. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no, and obviously seeing you guys, but I'm just saying like, I miss the city of Charleston too. Maybe mm-hmm. I should just book <clears> another <throat> show there and food. <laughs> I know. What if- Your, that show was so fun. You are so good. Thank you. I loved it. That was Thank so you. fun. I have so many more new jokes now. Maybe you could do – would you Would you do a live po- – like if I did like 30 minutes of stand-up and then we did like thir- 30 minutes of live podcasting, maybe I just brought up various of my friends from Southern Charm. Would you Would you be on stage and do it? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, if anyone wanted to listen to me, I would do it. I mean, People do it. You did good on this podcast. Oh, Don't let well. Jenny tell you you didn't. <laughs> I went home to do it because I didn't want Jenny to insult me again. <laughs> it's very hard to podcast in front of other people in terms of like just in like an intimate setting, like with someone just listening. It's like kind of awkward. Yeah. She, she looks at me. She's like, you asshole. Like, what are you doing? It's different than like a live podcast because they're allowed to laugh and interact. But when someone's in just the background in a room when you're podcasting, they're like have to be quiet. So it's just like you're getting no feedback. So you just feel awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways. Pretty well, much. Tell everyone where they can find you, and I love you, and I miss you, and I'm going to plan to come there soon, especially if I get the the gig in uh, Myrtle Beach or whatever the place is. Yeah, so please do. That would be too. so fun. I know. Oh, uh, like, well, you mean like my social media or something? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, it's just Naomi underscore Olindo. And then your That's website? It. There's, oh, it's LeBay, Shop LeBay, L-A-B-E-Y-E, Shop LeBay. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna come visit. I love you. I'll bring the new guy I'm dating. You'll really like him. I want to tell you more oh about my him, gosh. but I don't want to yes. say it on the podcast. Keep it private. I respect that. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch <laughs> up soon, though. Okay. All right. Love you. Miss love you. you. Miss you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.